to Coop with McCarthy in support on the inside. He takes the reverse pass and dashes 20 yards to touch down between the posts. Welcome to another edition of Rabbitoh Radio. My name is Grant Chappell. I'm joined by former Rabbitoh, Darren Brown, for the midweek session. What's going on, Brownie? Yeah, not too much, chaps. How you been, mate? Mate, not too bad. We uh, back in back into the swing of things at work, um, off the training department. It's been it's a lot tougher out in the out in the wharf, mate, back, isn't it? Back to reality, yeah. I'm out of the classroom and back to reality, mate. Just uh, <laughs> throwing fittings around and whatnot, and yeah, enjoying it. We'll try and do, but probably not. But we got a shout out, mate, from uh, one of the games on the weekend. Yeah, I just want to give mention to and a shout out to first of all Cam Murray for this kind gesture that he did up at Tamworth. A young twelve-year-old girl, Alaya McDonald. Now she's a Tamworth girl, a big fan of Cameron Murray. Uh, they actually went to the game on Friday night, and her and her dad made up a, a great sign about Cameron Murray. A bit of a drawing. It looks like he's a bit of an artist, I'd say, the dad, Mm. uh, Greg. And she was so ecstatic to see Cam warming up. And after the game, Cam was doing the the lap of honour like all the players were, and Latrell Mitchell and Cookie and Cody, they were all over there, Isaiah Tass. And Cam actually noticed the sign and came up to Alea and signed the sign and then took his jumper off and... Gave a layer his jumper. How good! What a, now it's stories like these that go a little bit unnoticed, uh, and I thought that we should promote it and get the story out there. We put a a post on our social media about it, um, and we had so many comments and likes on it, and it was just great to see. And we've got a photo of her holding the jumper, which we will post as well with this episode. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah, just a congratulations to Cam first of all, mm. and Alaya McDonald, and I reckon she's still got a smile on her face about it. Oh, it's big, you know. That's that's why I've always said I think every NRL team should be uh, taking a game to the country, not forced to. They should all want to take a game to the country, and I think it has happened in the last couple of years. But at least a minimum of one game, and maybe a trial game, so you get a couple of games out there. The 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 young you just get to inspire young fans out in the bush that don't see the big heroes we you know living around Matto Maribia might bump a couple of the NRL stars here and there from all the different teams or the coaches the former players up in the bush they don't see yeah. it mm. you don't get to see and touch your heroes and you know mm. when you get to see and um, talk to your heroes you know some stage in your life it becomes a bit more real and becomes more of a reality that you could try and achieve um, something that they they're actually living their life doing, and uh, yeah, mate, just, well, well just, done, well done to all the Bunnies players. I'm sure it wasn't just Cam, but I'm sure they all got around and, oh, they and did. did some great gestures like that. Yeah, and the did. Tigers would have too. And you can see, and Latrell was so popular up there as well. Uh, he was getting right into the crowd. But just touching on that, chaps, uh, I'm not sure if Alea has even seen the Rabbitohs play before. Um, so she's really excited about the, the situation and 
uh, yeah, congratulations to all involved. And mm. uh, the dad told me that the poster's already been framed and they're just waiting on the jersey to be framed. And they'll be uh, they'll be putting that up in there. Their room, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, that'll be going straight to the pool room, mate. Yeah, no 100%. No, well, I remember doing a post-match show one day, Brownie. I'm sure you would have been there. And uh, we had a special guest was Josh Mansour, the source. He come up. He's the only player I've ever interviewed after the game at the post-match function. He come in with his boots on, his socks, his pants, his jumper. Oh, yeah. And by the time he left, he just had his undies on, yeah. his, his cosies. He gave away his jumper, his mm. shorts, his socks, his boots and everything. Yeah. He walked back to the locker room. All the way down the lift, just in his cozies. Yeah, how good. You know? And, and what makes it more special is women in league round and to obviously donate and give his jumper to a young 12-year-old Tamworth girl, a local girl, who was so excited about Cameron Murray uh, being there at the game. They will not forget that one in a hurry, um, Brownie. Now, there's been a big return in the ranks and it's excited a lot of people, including myself, um, who got to know Chase Clark over the years. I remember him playing for the Coogee Wombats back in the day, playing in the uh, playing in the five eight position back in the day, playing at lock, and also uh, going up through the the lower grades, captaining our twenty side at one stage, um, and going on to win a grand final for the boys before he chuffed off that England a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, popular uh, person around the club, chaps. Jason Clark, Rabbitoh number. 10-72. Uh, debuted in 2009 against St George. Around 25 it was, so it was right at the end of the season. Uh, then, like you said, uh, went on to win the Premiership. Also won the Borough Appreciation Award and the Bob McCarthy Clubman of the Year Award. Now, that just proves how popular he was at the club. Uh, he's a great teammate. Played with his heart on his sleeve. Uh, you knew what you were going to get with Jason Clark, and it's just great to see him back. Had a lot of success over in the UK and France. Won competitions over there as well. So, you know, it's no fluke that this bloke has been a legend of the game, and he's going to give back now uh, to the game that give him so much. Well, very rare that you can win an NRL premiership. Um, I think he's won a Super League title, and he also won a premiership in the France French League. So... Yeah. That's a pretty rare treble for mm. a, a bloke who's just the ultimate clubman. He'll yeah. give you absolutely everything. He came into grade as a um, probably a versatile locker, a ball mm. player, and was short of middles and turned himself into a front rower off the bench. Mm. One of the most, uh, Michael McGuire turned him into a very tough, mm. hardworking um, front rower who just had a simple role and he completed that every week. And you hit the nail on the head there, chaps, hardworking, and that's what he was. He was just outstanding. Uh, gave his all every time he took the field and. Uh, that's why he's been so successful in the game. Well, the Clark family. Um, Mum, biggest supporter, obviously, very vocal out at the games. Never miss uh, Jason's games. Yeah, you can even um, hear on the TV, can't you, <laughs> Michelle? Yeah, Gary, the father. Yeah, Gary, uh, He's top put bloke. so much into junior league. Still uh, on the board these days. You see him out there, man, in the barbecues at our Pathways games all year. Yeah. And that's all It's all volunteer stuff, you know. So what, what a great family of the Clarks. So to have him back involved in the Rabbitohs in any capacity, coaching. I think he's with South Cares at the moment, doing some clinics. Seen some photos of him over there with Perth with Buddy Gordon and Reese Wesser um, at some schools today. Um, how good is it to have the legend back himself? Oh, it's outstanding. And like you said, chaps, uh, they couldn't get him into the club quick enough. He's only been back in the country less than a week. Uh, I spoke to Gaz, he went and picked up his gear and next minute he's on a plane over there to Perth uh, with the, t- the team and the club. I think he was doing clinics at the airport when he arrived <laughs> with, the, with the ground staff. That's, yeah. that's, that's, how, that's how quickly they got him on board. But And just going on to another 
Rabbitoh. Rabbitoh uh, of the week this week from yeah. uh, Brennan Taliski was? Brian Fletcher. Rabbitoh number 988. Now, Fletch played uh, with the Rabbitohs in 2003's, 2004 and 2005. Played 45 games and scored 15 tries. Now, he gave us great service, chaps. Uh, coming from the club, uh, the Roosters, where he'd won a premiership and came to a, a club which was struggling. And I, I thought he, was, he gave us really good service. I was working on the staff at the time when Fletch was there. I was running the blue shirt and... He was a leader, and that's what we needed that at the time. Yeah, he played a lot of hats. Obviously, the captain, he was in the back row. He played lock. He played front row. I seen him play halfback, 5'8 at times. He just about did everything in that team. Sometimes he was kicking on the last for us. Cause mm. we, we just had a lot of injuries and, and stuff like that. We were one of those clubs that we probably had 18, 19 first graders. Once you get four or five injuries, yeah. you start to really mm. um, struggle to compete with the big sides and, you know. I love those days back then because, you know, you, you get a lot of turnover of players. But when we won, it was like winning the grand final. Yeah, exactly. It was part of that incredible, uh, I think it was a 10-year drought. We hadn't beaten the Chookies and we beat them 17-16. Just a great teammate, isn't he, chaps? He brings a lot of humour to the club. Uh, he's a funny bloke. He's always joking around. Oh. But uh, when it's time to knuckle down and get serious, that's what he was. A Rabideau supporter as a kid. Played for the Paddo Colts who... Wore the red and green, and that's why he went and played for the Paddo Colts because he loved the Rabbitohs so much. Um, like I said, he won a premiership for the Roosters, played for his state, played for his country. Mm. Uh, just an all-round champion bloke. And one of the great players that could push through the line and offload in traffic. And there's not too many of them around today. Um, I remember playing with another bloke by the name of John Cartwright, which was good at, at that skill. Um, but yeah, a great, great offloader in traffic. A bit of a late bloomer. He wasn't like a big, um, you know, state of origin sort of rep player in the in the lower grades, in the juniors, but sort of developed a bit later on his career and become a, a superstar. Probably he's achieved more off the field. I think he's brilliant in his um, the radio career and his TV career. He's a really genuinely funny bloke. Him and, him and Hindy together. Yeah. Mate, I laugh me, buddy. Tits off on there on the yeah. TV. I absolutely <laughs> love their character. Yeah, he's really... And yeah. he's exactly like that. He is, 100%. We, 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 me and you have both had some um, beers and, and nights out with him, and he's exactly like that. We've had him on the, sh on the show as well. And um, like you said, Chaps, that's just him normally. He's just a funny bloke. Him and Heidi, uh, they're booked out all year round for sportsman's lunches. Uh, they're guest speakers at a lot of events. And, mm. yeah, it's uh, he's a great bloke, Fletch. I'm really good mates with him. I actually sold... I sold his house. My, that was when I did real estate. His house was the first house I sold. Brian Fletcher and uh, did too, yeah. we've, we've had a good relationship since then. Over at Mascot, and he, he yeah, East Lakes, Saint Helena Parade. He was sure it's a rub and tug now, but we don't know. Anyway, <laughs> all good. Um, anyway, another shout out to one of the biggest supporters over in the West. I know we've got a lot of Western Australian supporters. Clayton Gunning, he will is frothing for the bunnies to um, come to town, and they're finally there. And he's. I don't think, I think he's too busy to go to a training session, he said, but he's kind of going out with a couple of mates who have flown over from the East Coast to all go to the game, and Optus Stadium's a, a fantastic stadium. Yeah, well, they're predicting about forty to 50,000 chaps. It is a doubleheader, mm. so there'll be a lot of supporters there. But like you said, a lot of people coming from or going from Sydney over to Perth uh, to watch the Bunnies play over there. I'm pretty sure, chaps, did we open that? Uh, I, think arena? The, I think it was the first rugby league game there in round one, 218 against the Warriors, and... 
a game remembered for Junior Satola's debut. I know he got beat, I think it was 32-20 to 20 or something. GI was playing. We had a fair side, but the Warriors um, pulled our pants down that day and we were red-hot favourites and got knocked off. Hopefully it doesn't happen this Saturday against the Sharks, who were heavy underdogs as well. Yeah, and we'll touch on the game a little bit later, but yeah, well, I'm hoping the same, chaps. But uh, another proud South Sydney man. We went up the coast the other day. We had to go up to your investment property up the coast and we called into a... A passionate South Sydney supporter, and his son is also playing with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yep, well, Nick Fletcher, Nicky, shout out to you, Nicky. Um, thanks for the hospitality. We drove a couple of hours up the coast, had to divert off the highway. There was an accident on the highway there. Went out wide and went around the world, but ended up at his joint. I'm yeah. so happy we called out, in there, chaps. Out the back of Puller Shula, Puller Dill. Yeah, Puller Dill. And um, we had a cup of coffee and a, and a fried egg on toast, mate. Thanks for the hospitality. Um, yep. I know his, um, his missus wasn't home, but we had a little look around and a bit of cattle out there. Yeah. 50 head of cattle. Got yeah. a big bull up in one of the top paddocks and a couple of turkeys, mate. We were talking turkey for a good couple of hours there, weren't we? <laughs> uh, it's a great setup up there, chaps. I love the farm and, and the country lifestyle. Uh, it's very peaceful out there, but plenty, always plenty of work to do on the farm. Uh, he had his offside of there, Darren, driving the tractor around and uh, looking after the, the turkeys. But, yeah, Champion fella, Nick Fletcher. Shout out to you, mate. And I know Chaps has already said it, but thank you for your hospitality, mate. And we'll be up there again very shortly. We might put up a photo of his young bloke who played for Australia last year in the schoolboys, was it? Or the year before, I think it was last year. We got a, got a photo of his jersey. Um, he actually swapped the one that he played with with a Fujian bloke. He had that one, but he had a replica jersey of that. And we'll put that one up on the socials. Yeah. His young bloke's out with a shoulder injury, but he's uh, on the comeback trail. And he's someone that, Look, I'm not going to put any pressure on him, but he's he's destined to play top level. Yeah, he's got that great build, uh, Tom. He's an edge back rower. Uh, probably can, you know, at a, at a pinch, can play him in the middle. He's he's tall, he's rangy. And like you said, chaps, he's already had some representative uh, experience with the Australian schoolboys. And he's, like you said, he's out at the moment, but uh, really looking forward to him getting back next year, having a really good pre-season, building his body up. And these pathway players that are coming through, they're really exciting. Yep. Yeah, Sam's had a big influence on his career. Sam Burgess, that is, um, toughening him up. Um, the young boy, uh, the Campbelltown St. Greg's product, um, he's someone to to keep an eye out for in the coming years, no and doubt about it. He'll, Nick, I'd say he'll start back in the uh, flag side next year, yeah. do a full off-season with the boys again. Yeah, and Nick's a big supporter of the show. So shout-out to you, Nick, and uh, really looking forward to watching uh, Tom develop over the next couple of years in the... Mighty red and green. And I'll be popping in this weekend. He lent me a trolley. I've got to go back <laughs> yeah. over and give it back. But, um, hey, that, that come in handy. I'll tell you what, sure did. We pull, had that. Pull, pulling a fridge down these stairs. And, yeah. Gee, lucky I had brownie there. I, I took some hired muscle with me. That was, a, that was a great day. It was a great day. You, yeah, you, we fitted plenty in. You, you, you fit a few sleeps in. Every time I turn around and talk to him, I'm that boring. I put him to sleep. <laughs> I, had one I even went for a swim. I left him on the sand there. Came back. He was asleep again. Yeah, well, I had one sleep in the car going up there. Uh, we did get up at five in the morning to yeah, start, yeah, our, a, start our travels. It was an early start. Um, yeah, got the Knicks about 8.30. Like you said, had a bit of brekkie. Um, Bulladula. And then... Oh, them, them mountains of Bulladula, they put you to sleep. Yeah, they, they just keep winding and winding. What was the beach I fell asleep on? Seal Rocks, wasn't it? Yeah, Seals Rocks Beach 1. Yeah. yeah, but that's... And I was doing a little bit of meditation there and it just nodded off. Go on. Anyway. Well, he, was out, he was out for about 45 minutes. <laughs> I had to get the defib, but we'll get back to this game. Um, round 23, we're playing the Sharks, 735, Optus Stadium. 
Um, looks like it's uh, Channel 9. Coverage starts this week, and it's a good time to start it with um big double header over there in the west. The boys landed on Monday, I think it was. Yeah, they took off on Monday, obviously, to get acclimatised over there. It's a bit of a time difference as well, but also getting over there and spending a bit of time with the locals in terms of um, coaching clinics and uh, to the fans out there. Yeah, I've seen some footage today of the boys are doing some goal kicking practice, Latrell and that, and that a oh, couple of dozen blokes behind the goalpost kicking it back to them. Um, blokes who wouldn't see heroes like that over in the West. It's very AFL dominant over there. You can't. I've tried to. I was over there at a pub. I asked to put a South game on, and mate, the bloke wanted to kill me. It was like a like I just told him his um his mother just died, and I said, no, I just want to put a footy on that corner over there. Mm. They had me that far out of this pub, I was almost in another building just to watch the game. Well, if they push for forty or 50,000, that might just open the eyes for the NRL to uh, expand over there. Well, you've got a lot They've of... They've tried um, it before. You've got a lot of expat um, South Africans who love rugby and expat um, pommies. You know, the pommies love yeah. rugby and, and, and rugby union and stuff like that. So there is a bit of a taste for it. One of the biggest clubs over there, North Beach... I remember going to watch a State of Origin over there, just at the local pub there, and um, that's their um, a, they've got a top A grade site over there, and it's the only place I could get a schooner over there. I went up to order. I thought I was going to have to order a pot or a pint. And he goes, "No, you can get schooners here, mate." <laughs> you see me um, Rabbitohs hat, so no, it's a it does, there is a bit of a thirst for league over there. You never know, one team might pop over there. The the Perth Roosters. It's got a ring to it, doesn't it? <laughs> can we move? Can we move them over there, Brandon? Yeah, get them, get them away from uh, Allianz Stadium, and uh, we can sort of like make that our home ground. I reckon I'll get enough South fans to chip in, and we'll, we'll, the removalist bill will be big. But yeah. I reckon they'd settle in. Just, just, just uh, nice over there. Yeah, hundred percent. Chaps, just getting onto the team, and not too many changes. No, only a couple. Go through them. Yeah, we've got. He's been out a little while there. Michael Cheekham starts straight in the back row. They've sort of tapped Hosty on the shoulder there, who's coming off a couple of indifferent games defensively, missed that um, one-on-one tackle for of a pole for that try. Probably a fair enough decision. He, he hasn't been at his best by his own admission, I'd say. He's just struggled to get form uh, since the injury, hasn't he, chaps? He's just been, like you said, in and out of form. Uh, and obviously JD is just looking to go at a different angle this week with Cheekham. And Jed Cartwright, I thought he played the final 20-odd minutes and he was really strong. Uh, all the one-percenters were good to kick chase, his defence. Uh, didn't have a lot of opportunities with the ball. Didn't get a lot of carries, but... Um, the carries that he did were strong. Yeah. He never got dominated, and like you said, um, he's starting to put a couple of games back-to-back, getting some miles in the legs. And I thought he was really good in that last 20-minute period as well. And Talos comes into the 17 for Harme Sello, who's look picked up a calf injury. I noticed it on the coverage um, that he and Brownie noticed he only played us. He didn't come on for that second spell. Um, I'm hearing it's only a, a, a low grade, so it might only be a couple of weeks or a week. Um, but given his history, it just probably err on the side of caution. Hmm. Um, not sure if he could have played or not, but just. Maybe his history of it, give him a, a full um, fortnight to recover from that one. We might see him back next week, Brian. Oh, well, I hope so because he's uh, a player that we really need. Uh, I mean, we, we've got covers in the middle, but uh, Hame really adds that little bit of a uh, dimension in terms of our go forward. He's got great foot speed at the line. Um, he gets quick play the balls. He's a really good defender. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to miss him. But uh, hopefully he will return uh, within a week or two. 
Well, he's got, yeah, one of the best hip and dips in the game. I reckon yeah. he's down low and, and go, go, go. But, yeah, so there wasn't too many um, drastic changes. There's been a, a few questions online about the... Um, are we a bit light on the middles? Seems we've got our two starters out, Hame Sele and Junior Totola. Junior's probably due back round 27 or first round of the um, final series. Well, the good thing is Jai Arrow is starting to play a lot of middle now. He played last week. Uh, once again, he's coming back from injury, starting to get some miles in his legs as well. And he can play big minutes in the middle. Um, not that we, we wanted because last week uh, we had Cam and, and Jai off at the same time and we sort of like fell in a bit of a heap. Now, I'm pretty sure that's why they've brought Talis into the team uh, to cover that when Cam and Jai are off. Um, I'm sure the coaching staff will be working on their interchanges this week where they try and leave at least Cam or Jai on the field at any given time. Jai, 54 minutes in the middle last week. Um, you, you sort of don't get that off a lot of other middles. We don't. Um, Junior doesn't play generally that long. We know Tommy's about a 40-minute player, um, give or take. But the, the great thing is... David Mawale starting to bite off some more minutes. Um, we noticed last year he was on that, he was on a bit of a pitch count there on about 15, 20 minutes. He's working it up to, he played 30 minutes last week. He yeah. might be asked to do the same this week. Oh, he definitely um, will. Saliva Havili always plays in the middle. Mm. He had 32 minutes last week. Mm. So, and then this week you're going to have the uh, ability to, when Cam and comes off, you'll be able to bring in that link man of Talis Duncan who touches the ball a lot, exactly like Cam Murray's in he's almost in the same mould. Mm. Um, as he gets bigger and more and develops a bit more defensively. A little bit taller than Cam too, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, he has got he can put a shot on too if he if he gets it all right, the timing. So I don't think we're gonna have too much trouble there if you look at Davy, um, Liver and the other general middle of Talis Duncan. We're not going to have too much trouble there. Jet will cover the edge. Um, I'd say they might say to Michael Chukam, we're going to give you, what, 50-odd minutes. Mm. We want um, Jed to come on and finish the game off. So that covers that left edge. you only got to have that one interchange. And then, look, we didn't even use all the interchanges last week. We only used the eight, if, if you notice. Yeah. Um, so we end up finishing the game with a couple up our sleeve. Yeah, look, I don't think there's any issues with the middles. Uh, like we just discussed, Jai Arrow is filling a nice uh, role there, playing in the middle, and, and David will come on and rotate Tom and Jai. And um, push comes to shove, we get you know a couple of injuries there. Keon can play in the middle. He plays big minutes. He can play. He, can, he played 80 minutes in the middle uh, last year. Mm. Or was it this year, maybe? Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's played... He's, the, 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 Got some minutes out. Now, um, there is a, a, a number 18, Chaps, Ty Munro. Will he play, do you think? Well, last week, um, I'm not sure what day it was, but just I seen him um, in the warm-up and didn't really take any part. He, he was still favouring the, the hip flexor, so didn't um, bother using him at all last week. But being an 18-year-old, they, they recover pretty quick, 18-year-olds. Brownie, and he's a very uh, vigilant vigilant with his training so I'm sure he's done all the rehab that Eddie and the physio staff have asked him to do he, he could be a late late in but um, look uh, uh, players 18 and 19 Ty Munro and Jacob Host that could change but of course know, he, obviously he, he must be ready to go if he's named him 18th man well they didn't even name Hosty in the um, in the the 18-man squad for New South Wales Cup or Ty Munro. So whether that's a little hint that that 19-man squad's not going to change much, we're going to leave him over there because it's it's delicate. We've got to play 
at three o'clock on a Saturday in Sydney, the you know, like you got to send them back early, don't you? Oh. So the captain's runs on the Friday. Mm. They're gonna, we're going to need at least 26 players to be there to go through that. Mm. You've got a two-hour time difference. Are you going to get them to do a red-eye flight? They only do nighttime flights back to back this way. They don't do an afternoon flight unless they're going to charter one back, which mm. I can't see them chartering one for New South Wales Cup. The boys are going to have to almost go to the game. But under, all, under all the other clubs on. might be in the same position, so there might be a charter flight, the chaps. They might. You know? Maybe that's part of the... The deal with a double header. Yeah, they might have an earlier flight so the boys can get on it at midday, because the captain's run it looks like it should be done by eleven thirty perf time. Mm. Um, that's probably one o'clock here. The get NRL. them on a flight in the afternoon so they get back at night, get a good night's sleep in, and get them ready for that New South Wales Club Cup clash, which is important for us. We could, we could quite easily finish in the top two or three here. Whoa. The way we're playing and the mm. way um, the competition's panned out, it's really tight from positions. Two down to seven or eight. Well, the team that we're playing, uh, and, and I suppose we'll start talking about the New South Wales Cup now where we play Newtown on Saturday at Redfern Oval. Newtown are on, f- they're, they're running fourth on 27 points. Now we're running seventh on 26 points. So that's how tight it is from seventh and eighth to fourth. Now if mm. we can win, we obviously jump Newtown. So it's a bit, like you said, chaps, it's a very important game. Um, we haven't got too many changes uh, Jackson Rami comes in for Talis, who we just spoke about is in the top squad. Shaq it moves back to 13 to cover for Talis, and Brock Gray will start up front. And hasn't he been impressive, Brock Gray? I'm glad you mentioned him. Um, a bloke who's played a lot of New South Wales Cup over the years for the Roosters. Um, he's been at the Bears, the, the Jets. I think he even made a stint up in Queensland, possibly. He was at the Rabbitohs through the pathways. Well, he's a local junior. He's a local mascot junior. Brother's a first-grade player for the Rabbitohs. Aaron Gray, you might remember the very strong, powerful winger end up at Cronulla. Yeah. Uh, a lovely bloke to uh, a local fella. Um, I believe he's on the radar for a train-and-trial contract at the end of the year if he can continue the form he's in. And what a story would it be. He's sort of in his late 20s. Mm. Um, a bit like a mate of mine, Freddie Briggs, a local Arborous boy here who... Mm. Didn't debut till he's 28 at the Bulldogs. Played in some semi-final series. You, you, you never know. Similar to Bronson Garlic, another one who um, had to, you know, be patient. And Local junior, yeah. Same, nearly a couple of the same clubs we're talking about. Newtown. Um, he played for Glebe a little bit with Glebe, and then obviously picked up a contract with Melbourne. A bit of a train and trial with Melbourne, and got the opportunity. And now he's, uh, you know, one of the regular players in that team. Never too, never too old, mate. I mean, look at our five-eight, Cody Walker, debuting at twenty-six, one of the real genuine top ten players in the league. You know, so good luck to to Brocky. I hope he can continue that form. He's a good size, like he's a good frame. Yeah. Um, found himself in a big line break last week off a soft hands of Buddy Gordon. Um, look, it's a it's, look, it's a it's a game. Where, I wouldn't say it's a must win, but it'd be nice to win that one over the Jets. Who they're not? They're no easy beat throw. Actually commentated a game for the Jets and the Roosters earlier mm. in the year at Henson Park, and mate, they've got they've got footballers from under seventeen. Oh, they're, they have the, the Jets, no doubt about it. Well, they're the feeder club to the Cronulla Sharks, and um, like you said, chaps, it's whether it's not the be all and end all, but this particular game, this is the only team that we're playing in the run into the semi-finals that are above us. All the other games, okay, the teams that we're playing are below us. And we've also got a buy in there as well. So, like you said, it's an important game. If we can win, 
it nearly will secure us a spot in the top five. And they've got a lot of outs, Newtown. I've got to say, one of their best players this year has been Daniel Atkinson, speedy 5'8", can play fullback. Um, K.L. Iro, who his uncle and, and father played in the NRL. Don't be surprised if he's playing this week. That's my tip. I think he might come in the centres. For Sifa Talakai. Um, he, he's a bloke who's not playing. Maureen Hiroti, he could be a, a late um, inclusion. He's been one of their better players this year. He's another player from the South Sydney Rabbitohs pathway system. He certainly is. Um, Reese Dakin, a, a, a strong front rower. Jaden Beryl, who's... Geez, he can't be too far off of Debu if anything happens with Blake Bailey in front of him. A really crafty hooker. I think he got the Queensland Cup Player of the Year a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. He's from the Foster region, from up um, Pacific Palms, around Blueys and that. Yep. Where uh, we were up uh, a couple of days ago. Mate, they've got, some, they've got some really good young players. So this ain't going to be no pushover, but just um, gazing my eye over our spine, who have been oh, very nice. impressive impressive. Um, Peter Mamazoulis, um, he'll be here for many years to come. Dean Hawkins, outstanding season again in the New South Wales Cup. Great kicker of the game, great um, game manager, scores a couple of tries, great teammate. Just looking at the team chats, we, we look very balanced, don't we? Uh, we've got a bit of strike power all over the park. Uh, Big Isaac has returned last week. He was a, had a great game. We spoke about him on the uh, recap. Jacob Gagai has been in some really good form. And like you said, Taffy at the back and big Daniel Saluka for feeder up front. And I love Tommy Carr too. Really fast. And uh, I, I likened him the other day to, if you remember, Anthony Don up at um, the Gold Coast Titans, yeah. who's got a bit of an awkward running style. But if he gets uh, half a gap, it's, mate, mm. good night, Loretta. They, they cannot lay a finger on the bloke. So really um, looking forward to seeing how they travel. You're going to be out there. I don't think I'll be able to make it. I've got to work and shoot back up the coast again for some more work. Yep. Well, I'll be um, doing the ground announcing out mm. at uh, Redfern. Obviously, all the game team, game team uh, at uh, Perth. Yes. Jeremy the Monaghan. Game day team, yeah, they're away. Yep. Fulton, they're all over at Perth. So they've asked me to fill in. Which, uh, yeah, I, I like doing. It's, uh, and like you said, chaps, there's a couple of good games on there. So if you're not doing nothing, get out to Redfern Oval on Saturday. And the Jersey Flag, they'll be also taking on the Bulldogs as well. One o'clock, yep. Um, boys have been on a bit of a slide there. But they're not out of it, like I said on the recap show last week. You've only got to start winning. Rugby League's a simple game. If you win, you continue to win. You get in there. If you've got to worry about mathematics... Yeah. It's all too late. Well, uh, look, mathematical, we can still make it, but there's no use worrying about it. Uh, like uh, we said about the New South Wales Cup, it's very congested around the um, you know the fourth, fifth spot. Now, we're on 21 points, and the Storm and Dragons are on 24, and they're sitting fifth and sixth. And we're second last on, on the competition, so uh, on the table. So if we can win, it'll just ease our way up the table, and uh, tippy has named six changes in this team, chaps. So he's really uh, wielded the axe. I don't know how many of them are injured, but there's certainly a couple of changes there. Well, Aaron Macy, he, he's not in the side this week. Um, Jackson Rami was promoted to cover for um, Talis Duncan, who we've said. Um, Trey Mercy, who is a bit of a star, I think. We called a game where he put on a couple of big shots. He's a real impact player. Looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, Liam LeBlanc, who, look, he's been liking a Jairo, young Jairo, a real hard worker. They're bringing in, a, bringing in the big guns, Brownie. So hopefully that can 
be enough to, to see him have a win. Uh, Drew, uh, Drew Williams is back. He's been out a while. We know that he is the nephew of Paul Miller, former yeah. Avido, so very strong, um, hard-working centre. Uh, the only thing is, Chaps, they're coming up against a pretty red-hot Jersey flag team in the Bulldogs who are sitting second on the ladder. Mm, they've got a very speedy winger called Jordan Mazzoni. Keep an eye out for him. He's Grease Lightning. Joseph O'Neill, crafty little number seven. And the fullback, um, Joe Ash um, Papali. So they're the ones to watch in, in this side, mate. I know the uh, top grade aren't going too well at the Bulldogs, but it's all, uh, it's all a building process there. But their pathways are really strong. They're Harold Matz and SG Ball. Both made the finals. I think one of them might have even won the, the title. And the Jersey flag team are performing well, running second on the ladder. Yeah, they certainly are. So it's not going to be an easy one. But they're all definitely um, winning more games, Brownie. Yeah, well, that's they certainly are. And we need to win in all three games uh, to obviously keep our title chances open. Yep. And um, the Charity Shield this year has not been locked in. Just a, a little bit of update news there for Mudgee because they're not sure if we're going to Vegas, we ain't going on Charity Shield in Mudgee. So that's still a, um, to be confirmed. Now, I'm not sure the NRL is going to have to make a decision on this Vegas thing soon to give clubs enough time to, to plan leading into the season because you're going to have to do a lot of adjustments with all the travel to... Mm. It's not like travelling to Queensland. Like going over yeah. to Vegas is a big trip. Um, if they don't, um, I think... Probably the year after, there's even a chance of a bidding war of the Charity Shield going up to Tamworth. Tamworth wants them at the Charity Shield as well. Well, Mudgee, that was the last year of the contract. Obviously, it's a, it was a three-year contract that they signed Mudgee. I'm sure they'd like to keep the Charity Shield there. It's great for the town. It's a really good town as well. It's not too far away, but other country towns would like to put in a bid for it as well. And like you said, uh, we're hearing Tamworth after the success they had up there last week, uh, they liked the opportunity to put in a bid for uh, the Charity Shield. Just back on the Vegas trip, I've seen an article that Brisbane Broncos have been named. They're one of the teams that will be going. They did indicate that the other teams will be named within the next seven days. Uh, Kevy Waters has indicated that his team will not be staying in Vegas. They'll mm. be staying in LA for five days. They'll be flying into Vegas the night before the game, playing the game, and getting out of there the day after. So that's pretty smart from Kevy. Well, he doesn't muck around, Kevy. He's got a lot of experience in the game. I'm not sure if the supporters will be in the same boat. I'm sure they'll be going to Vegas for the five days. And look, if the South Sydney Rabbitohs get the opportunity to be one of them four teams that go and play in round one over there, I'll be on a plane. Yeah, there's a big chance I'll follow it over there. Just forced into it, but no, nah, it wouldn't that be a good trip going to Vegas, watching the mighty Rabbitohs and enjoying everything that Las Vegas has to offer. Oh. The the casinos, the the, the party life, um, the shows, some of them pool parties. Mm. I'll have to I'll have to work on my rig, but Brownie, it's, it's I've got a bit of dog's body at the moment. Well, speaking of travelling, chaps, and the US, and working on our rig, you've got to get it ready because we're off to Hawaii. In about three and a half weeks' time. Certainly are. We're going to do a bit of a live stream commentary through the Maritime Union of Australia on their Facebook page. Um, we'll throw some links up on the day. It's on the 2nd of September in US, which is, um, works out to be 
Is it the first over here? I think it's on. I think it ends up being on a Friday. Yeah, it might be afternoon Friday. over yeah. here or yeah. something in Australia. Anyway, probably might have got butchered that one, but anyway, it's something like that. Oh. And I uh, know some good fighters. Seven fights. Fighters from Australia and New Zealand are going over. Amateurs to fight seven fighters from Hawaii, and Hawaii is one of the only um, sort of. We'll call it a country. They don't like to be called as part mm. of the mainland of the US. Um, one of the only countries where the number one sport is MMA and boxing. Yeah. They are crazy for fighting. Yeah, they love it, don't so they? So we'll, we could be up against it. We normally we touched up the Kiwis plenty of times. It's time for us to probably um, have the backs of the wall and can't wait for the, to meet all the Hawaiians. And oh, all it's that. going to be great. And a uh, big thank you to the MUA for inviting us over there to be part of the commentary team. We'll be leading the commentary team, you and I, chaps. And we'll be live streaming it. So there will be a link posted on all our socials in the coming weeks when it gets a little bit closer to fight night. But really looking forward to getting over to Hawaii. Like you said, meeting all the fighters, um, going to their training sessions, getting to know the boxers, and obviously calling the event on the night. It's a, I can't remember the hotel off the top of my brain, but it's right on, it's actually right on Waikiki Beach. And yep. yeah, thank you to the MUA for having us over there and taking us over there and stuff like that. It's a great opportunity. They threw the cast the net wide and uh, we made the cup brownie, so it's... Um, we must be doing something right. Well, you know, that's it, mate. What can you do, mate? Yeah. They're, they're stuck with us now. They've made their decision, so I can't wait to get over there and be a part of that. We'll um, keep you up to date with um, anything going on um, um, in regards to that. It's obviously to raise money for charities, so um, if anyone wants to get behind it in any way, whether it's sponsorship-wise, sponsor the live stream... There could be um, upwards of uh, 10,000 people online from all around the world. It's going to be advertised through all the um, unions across the US and in Australia. Anyone wants to get behind that one, give us um, an email or on our any of our socials. Throw us an email at rabbitosradio at outlook.com or um, on our Instagram page, Rabbitos Radio. Throw us a private message, Brownie. Yeah, and we'll keep promoting that uh, leading into the event on this show and on our socials but uh, chaps that's about it big game in Perth on Saturday night yeah I'm really looking forward to that one I uh, look it's I mean two people are tipping um, the Cronulla Sharks for a bounce back game they've got the backs of the wall um, there's a few rumours it hasn't been a happy camp there they've lost a bit of confidence um, whether or not you can turn it around in um, seven days and look, look seven days is a long time in rugby league mm. Yep. We've just proved that as a club. We were outplayed by the Brisbane Broncos up on the Sunshine Coast. Seven days later, had a nice win out there at Tamworth. Yeah, certainly, chaps. A uh, long time in rugby league. And really looking forward to it. Um, now we've got to start to build, uh, get some consistency in our game. We've only made two changes to the team, so that's going to help our combinations. Latrell, second game back. Uh, really looking forward to him building over the next couple of weeks. And I'm sure we'll come out winners against the Sharks in Perth. No doubt about it. That might be all she wrote. Thank you for joining us on Rabbitohs Radio Podcast. Up the Rabbitohs. Up the mighty Rabbitohs.